Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. In this segment, we've got in our neighborhood spotlight Sugar Mill in Johns Creek. So if you're in Duluth or Alpharetta or Roswell or Swanee or anywhere in the area, you definitely want to pay attention to that because what's happening in that neighborhood might mirror what's happening in yours. We're going to talk a little bit about flipping houses. I don't know if you've ever flipped a house or not, but I have. And I have some good stories and I have some bad stories as well. I'm joined in the studio by Christy Valley, my business partner. You have stayed with me for three segments and you were only supposed to be here for one. This is so fun. It is fun. It's way more fun to do a radio show when you have two people in the studio right? than one person by yeah. himself. Can you imagine doing something and have to talk to yourself <laughs> for a solid hour? That's what I feel like I have to do on Saturday mornings. And it's fun, but it takes a lot out of you. So if you want to connect, it's easy. Go get us. Radio.com is the way you do it. You can ask questions, make comments, push back. You can share your ideas. You can ask us questions. You can ask your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast. In the last segment, we were talking about the pros and the cons of investing in or buying new construction. Right. The pros, I think, were, were pretty simple. You get something that's yours. You don't have to redo somebody else's taste, all of that kind of stuff. But we were, we were talking about cons. And one of the cons, I think, I forget the, what the first one was, but the second one was that you're in an HOA that can be, generally be fairly restrictive. What was the right. first con that we talked about? Do you remember? The it, A little bit higher price per square foot. Yes. And, and we said that 20% on average, because economists say that when a new home costs 20% more than the same resale home, and I know there's really not the same resale homes, right. that the market is imbalanced. In some cases, it, it's 30% more. In some yeah. cases, it's significantly more. One of the things that I think is a con in most new construction, and you may agree or disagree, is a lack of privacy of any kind. Now, because when they do these little neighborhoods now, they yeah. just stack stuff together. So they either got townhomes that are you know, joining or they've got zero lot lines. And, and right. I'm sure you know zero lot lines are 10 feet between properties. Right. And I know that's not the way it is in your neighborhood. And in my neighborhood, old neighborhood, they were 30, 40 feet apart. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Is that, do you look at that as a con as well? Uh, yes and no. That uh, wouldn't bother you then? So, I don't think okay, so. Okay. So, that's, so the, that's an interesting thing. So the cons of buying new construction can be different for me than they are for you because I don't know if you ever saw my prior home, but I had a lot of privacy yeah. and I loved that privacy. So um, I am not near 55, but... All the 55 and over communities are very close-knit and yes. tightly, you know, packed in. Yes. Um, and to me, that doesn't bother me. I'm going to go live in one of those one day. So So that's so interesting. Yeah. So, And by the way, I appreciate you mentioning how old I am <laughs> on the show. Like, I'm not so old to be in a 55 and over community. So just understand this. I have absolutely no interest in living in a community like that. Yeah. I don't want people all up in my business. So I want to have from a retirement standpoint, that estate that we were talking right. about. And I love that. So any other cons to new construction, limited choices. That was another thing that we talked about in terms yes. of new construction. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We, we had the pros and the cons. So I think we pretty much yeah. covered it. There's a lot of new construction in Metro Atlanta, especially if you get a little bit more on the outskirts and you're going to see more of it uh, in the upcoming year. So if you're thinking about buying a new construction home, even if it's a year or two from now and you just want to talk about the pros and cons and kind of get familiar, reach out to us either at gogaddisradio.com or call us at 770-497-0000. 
Each week we pick, Christy, one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes in the last few years, really for the sole purpose of helping a homeowner in that neighborhood understand whether or not they have a, an advantage or a disadvantage when it comes to selling a home. And this week we are featuring Sugar Mill in Johns Creek, which is, as the crow flies, three miles from where we are today, Abbott's Bridge near the intersection of uh, like uh, Abbott's Bridge and Parsons Road mm -hmm. uh, between that and right across from the back entrance of St. Ives. You know exactly right. where it is. Sugar Mill is a big, big, big neighborhood. Let me just give a couple things. The amenities include a clubhouse and a pool with a splash pad and a water slide, pickleball, and tennis courts. Your husband would yeah. be in heaven there. A lake with fishing areas, playground, basketball court, and then they have green space that's a level field, great for running and playing. It's great access to 141 Peachtree Industrial. It's five minutes to the Johns Creek Arts Center, Warsaw, OC Park, uh, all that kind of stuff. Convenient to call it Creek Park, which is a brand new park. Mm -hmm. Ten minutes to downtown Duluth, 15 minutes to Avalon, and downtown Alpharetta. So it is a great little situation. Let's take a look at sales prices over the last few years, and let's see if these make sense to you. In 2021, there were 31 homes sold in the neighborhood, took an average of 14 days, and they sold for an average of 656000 They went from 543 the year before, up $110,000, $656,000. Low 481, high 865 for those trying to figure out if they could get into that neighborhood. In 2022, only 13 homes sold, 33 in 2021. 2022, 13, they took 25 days, which is still not very long, but longer right. than the 14. And the average sales price went up another hundred and forty thousand dollars to seven hundred ninety-one nine seventy-one. They ranged from a low of six hundred and fifty to a high of a million and fifty-two dollars year to date. This year, we went from thirty-one sales to thirteen. Christy, you want to guess how many this year? I'm I'm hoping at least twelve. Six. Oh wow! Isn't it interesting that a market can continue to slide like that? And in most cases, it's because not enough sellers are putting their homes on the market. But those six homes have taken 21 days on average. The average sales price slid about $13,000, but that doesn't really mean the average sales price right. is going down. They range from a low of six thirty six up to a high of a million dollars. And what's so interesting, 470-ish homes in the neighborhood, those homes on average in 2013 sold for 411000 That was the lowest price during the recession, which really 2013 is after the recession, but right. that's when it hit its low price. And think about that, 411000 in 2013, 791000 in 2022. That means homeowners in that neighborhood have additional equity of $178.4 million, which is fascinating when you think about it. That's amazing. Next thing I want to jump into, so if you have any questions and you want us to do something like that for your neighborhood, go to gogaddisradio.com, tell us what you, the name of your neighborhood, and we will absolutely positively do that. If you are the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. Now, Christy, I know you love school chimp reports. Yes, they're yeah. very valuable. <clears throat> and it's the only place you can get one. So if you're looking to sell a house and you want to know how your schools compare with either the average school in Metro Atlanta or a specific other school, you can do that. If you're looking to buy a house, you need to be looking at the schools and what's going on with the real estate market. So it'll give you a rating or a ranking for the school. It'll give you the demographic information you're looking for. And I don't mean somebody's race. I mean, what's the average educational attainment of parents? What's the percentage of homeowners versus renters? The stuff that's important to us right. to know. And then it'll overlay all of the real estate sales information on top of it. To get one of those, it's very easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on School Champ. You'll be on and off the site in 30 seconds and on to 
whatever's next. And Christy, you know this, but many people who are listening don't know this. And so they're looking online on whatever site it is, whether it's a Zillow or Realtor.com or another agent's website or maybe a broker website. And they don't know that in Metro Atlanta, we have two listing services, not one. And most websites pull listings only from one or the other listing service. And we chose to do it differently. Our website, ModernTraditionsRealty.com. Is that right? That's right. ModernTraditionsRealty.com. Sorry, I'm so accustomed to saying Go Gaddis Radio. ModernTraditionsRealty.com pulls from both websites. Yes. So if you're looking for a home to buy and you're not finding what you're looking for, you might want to consider switching to SureMLS.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. If you are an investor and you're looking to possibly buy and flip a home, you can certainly run into risks. Uh, you could be one of those folks who maybe tried it in the past and now wish you hadn't taken that step, or maybe you were very glad you did. We got a listener. We received a listener question from George in Doraville. says, we purchased a home with the intent to flip and sell, but seem to be running into problems. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. You've done this in the past. Can you give us a few tips on what to do and what not to do? So, Christy, have you, you got? Have you ever flipped houses? You have a lot of investment properties, but I think you buy more to hold. Them. We hold. Yeah. yeah. No flips. No flips. Never. No. Okay. So I haven't done a flip in a long time. Uh, although that's not true. I did a flip last year. Right. But it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't, wasn't, didn't mean to. I didn't mean it. to do a flip. If somebody offered <laughs> me so much money for it, and so here's the. This is my main warning to anybody who has to do a flip if you ever have to tell your story tell yourself a story to justify why the flip would work and i'll give you two examples and i lost 30 something thousand dollars on each of these examples i bought a condo in gwinnett county it was a stepless condo no steps in no steps up we thought this is going to be a great thing to have well me and my business partner were the only two people in metro atlanta who thought that would be a good (laughs) thing to have and so what happened is I conti- as I continued to tell myself stories, I continued to lose more money. Mm-hmm. The other one is we bought a house at the back entrance of Stone Mountain Park because it's really cool to live at the back entrance of Stone Mountain Park. Okay. At that time in Atlanta, I was the only person who thought that. <laughs> Nobody cared that it was close to the back entrance. In fact, in many cases, people didn't like it because it was close to the back entrance. So don't you have to, whatever you, however long you think it's going to take, it's going to take you longer. However much money you think it's going to cost, it's going to cost you more. And if you start having to tell yourself stories to justify continuing with that plan, stop and get your butt out of there as quickly as you can because your loss is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And for those who are listening who are thinking, how does an investor decide what they're going to pay for a property in today's market? They will take generally what they consider to be the after repair value. What will the house be worth when it's fixed up? So let's say it's $500,000. And they're generally going to want to offer you 70% of the after repair value less the cost of repairs. Mm-hmm. So 70% of five hundred is 350000 And if they thought it would be 50000 to fix it up, then they would want to pay you 300000 for the house. So that's right. typically how these numbers work. Let me look and see if there's anything else that we might want to talk about. Now, some people who who actually have the ability to do work on houses, I have the ability, but I don't have the aptitude to right. do work on houses. Nobody would buy anything that I went in and redid. You can put some sweat equity uh, in there, but in some cases, people overestimate their ability to do stuff, and what they do winds up looking really like like crap. Best cities to flip a house. 
Jacksonville, El Paso, Texas, Charlotte, North Carolina, Hartford, Connecticut. I left one off the list. Christy, can you tell me what it is? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Christy, thank you so much for being a guest with of me course. on the show today. I want you, you're not a guest, being a co-host, because you're <laughs> more significant than a guest. I hope you'll come back sometime really, really soon. Absolutely. We'll be back the same time, same channel next week, Atlanta. Have a great week.